0: Welcome and goei middag at the Funken Marie podcast, your podcast on culture, art, business, and psychology. I'm your podcast host Marie. First of all, I'd like to give you a heads up that it is one of the warmest days in the year in the Netherlands. So I feel that my my mind is not functioning properly today. So. Should I say something that comes across as weird to you, then please have some empathy and patience with me today. Well, in the past few episodes, I walk you through my home countries, Germany and the Philippines. And there is another country that is very important for me. And that is the Netherlands. That's because I'm currently an expatriate, an expat in the Netherlands. And I'd like to take the opportunity to walk you through this lovely country as well. And all of Von Marie's episodes is dedicated to everyone who is interested and curious and learning about cultures that are different from their own. But this episode is, in addition to that, dedicated to all individuals who are interested in traveling to the Netherlands or even moving here. Um, So I would like to give you a heads up that what I'm sharing in the Funken Marie podcast and also in this episode is subjective opinion. It is based on my personal experience, circumstances, attitude, and lifestyle. It's possible that other expats in the Netherlands will be having a different perception or interpretation of the same circumstances than me so if you are planning to travel or to move to the netherlands even then i highly recommend yes to listen to this podcast episode but in addition to that to also consult other expats in the netherlands to ensure that you do have a 360 degree view on the netherlands and of course and most importantly to make your own opinion based on your own personal experience so before moving here spend some time here traveling stay here for a few days to a few weeks um yes do visit the touristic sites such as the amsterdam canals the negen negenstraatjes the lovely little nine streets in the heart of Amsterdam but also make sure that you inform yourself on important aspects for you during your everyday life if you do move here such as what is the job market like for your own career path or if you are not working and you're studying what Um, university and school opportunities are here do they offer the study programs that you particularly are interested in Um, what does it look like with health insurance also very important for your budget the housing market. the the rents here are incredibly high Well, it does, of course, depend on where you come from and which countries you have already lived in and what you compare the Netherlands with. So if you previously lived in countries that also have living expenses, this is going to come across as normal to you or maybe even cheap but for most people it is an expensive country compared to the countries where they previously lived in so just to name some examples of what you should be looking at uh, that will be important as uh, for people who are expatriates here because being an expat is a different experience from being a tourist as a tourist you have less responsibilities compared to being an expat uh being a tourist is more focused on enjoying yourself during your time here whereas an expat you will still be of course enjoying yourself even on a more and un- personal and a deeper level than t- tourists but you will of course um have to find housing. If you're working, you have to pay taxes. You have to have a health insurance, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, bear in mind whilst I'm sharing this. So, um, what's my personal story here as an expat in the Netherlands? So, out of all the countries where I've been an expat, and I've been an expat in different locations across Europe, Asia, and North America. I like to say that the Netherlands is the um, the country where I've been an expat the longest. So there is no other country where I lived in as long as I have lived in the Netherlands as an expat. After that, the country where I lived in the longest is actually my home country, Germany. But there is other than that, no other country where i lived in as long as in the netherlands so i will have lived here since six years by november 2023 which will be in two months so i'll be having my six year anniversary as a dutch or as a netherlands expat the dutch cities where i lived in so far are amsterdam and Haarlem. And the reason for me moving to the Netherlands originally was for work purposes. So I received on LinkedIn or via LinkedIn a job offer at the Amsterdam office of an American multinational tech company. Um, And so I moved to the Netherlands because of this job offer. Prior to moving to the Netherlands, I had an indifferent attitude towards this country. I neither liked nor disliked it. I didn't care about it. And I'm saying this in a respectful manner. It's not that I didn't care about it, hating it. I just had an indifferent attitude towards it. Before moving here, I was in this country about five times, once for a weekend trip in Amsterdam with a friend and a few times for a day trip in Vermont with my family. Vermont is very well known uh, for its shopping outlets. So I myself do not enjoy shopping, but a lot of family members of mine do. So we were in Vermont a few times before I actually moved here. During these visits in the Netherlands, I did enjoy myself, but not to an extent that I could picture moving here. So, at the beginning, I had an indifferent indifferent attitude towards the Netherlands, and then after visiting it five times, I thought, I like it here. I might come back again, but also maybe not. <laughs> so, this is how my attitude was. However, only a few weeks after moving to the Netherlands, It had already become one of my favorite countries to live in back then up to today i love the netherlands the dutch culture and a lot of dutchies so i am deep down in my heart grateful and happy to be here i wouldn't want it any other way if i could choose um where to be if I could change my present at the moment then I would still want to be in the Netherlands. It is not my favorite country but it is one of my favorite countries. Now can I picture myself living here for the rest of my life? At this stage I cannot. I would like to move to another country or Other countries, um, I am not, I cannot share any details on that at this stage, but in the future, I might. (laughs) So, but for now, let's say, all in all, Uh, this is the country where i lived in the longest as an expat so six years i am highly satisfied here i learned a lot here in my personal and in my professional life and i love the netherlands a lot of dutchies and the dutch culture so um there are some influential factors within my expat experience here in the netherlands and it's important for me to share these with you because these influential factors um, do play a role in how i do perceive the netherlands so please bear that in mind when you're hearing my opinion in this episode and you're looking for opinion of opinions of expats because you kind of picture can picture yourself moving here um, so, since my home city Cologne is relatively close to Amsterdam, about 150 miles or 240 kilometers, or by car or train, three to four hours only, um, I can easily and shortly return to my home city. So, therefore, the probability of me feeling homesick compared to someone whose home city is much further away is less. So, For example, I can spontaneously return to my home city, Cologne, uh, for the weekend and then come back again on Sunday evening and then be here in the Netherlands again. And that definitely gives me less homesickness than someone who would take 10 hours by plane to get back home, so bear this in mind when you hear my opinion on my expat experience here. Um, also, this geographical proximity between my home country and the Netherlands uh, does have an impact on cultural and linguistic similarities between my culture. And the Netherlands. So the official language in the Netherlands is Dutch and it is similar to one of my native languages which is German. So it was relatively easy for me to learn Dutch compared to anyone else whose native language is more different from Dutch such as more Latin based languages like Spanish or Portuguese, languages which are breathtakingly beautiful, but have far less similarities with Dutch compared to German, my language. So the Dutch and German do share similarities, although they are not a hundred percent the same, they are still different cultures. For example, their communication styles are both direct and straightforward. They have both less need for small talk less fear of conflict when interacting with each other um, compared to some other cultures where the opposite is the case so communicating here with people uh, from a linguistic but also from a cultural perspective is easier for me than whose culture original culture is different so please bear this in mind that the effort that i had to invest in integrating here in terms of culture and linguistics is is far less compared to someone who had to put in more effort in that not because it is their fault but it's because their own culture happens by accident to be very different from the dutch one so i'll be starting it off with what i specifically appreciate about expat life in the netherlands and since i am a transparent person i will also be sharing with you what i dislike about it Um, and then rounding it off by answering the question do i believe you should be moving to the netherlands as an expat or should you be traveling here so my personal recommendation on that based on my six-year experience here so let's kick it off with what i specifically appreciate about expat life in the netherlands so first of all there is the location the netherlands is centrally located in the heart of europe so there is an ease of travel specifically in Amsterdam or from Amsterdam, to other Europe-wide locations via almost all transportation methods available that you could ever think of, um, such as bus, car, plane, and train. Second, diversity. The Netherlands is a highly multicultural country, especially in the Randstad area, which is the group of the biggest cities in the netherlands so as of 2021 about a fourth so about 25 percent of the netherlands-based population has a migration background and this percentage includes citizens who were either born abroad themselves or have at least one parent who was born abroad it is important to note here that this is also due to the Netherlands history with colonialism which is also a horrible story. So colonialism is horrible and definitely has its negative effects as well but it also has positive effect in that it creates cultural melting pots between in this case the Netherlands and for example Suriname curacao indonesia and you see a lot of people who are from both the netherlands and these countries which makes it a very exciting and enriching melting pot uh moreover Um, There were approximately 403,000 immigrants in the Netherlands expats as of 2022, which is about 150,000 more compared to the previous year, you guys. Imagine that. And this is according to Statistics Netherlands or CBS. The diversity is also reflected in the presence, this very strong presence of the LGBTQIA plus community in the Netherlands. And Amsterdam is particularly known for celebrating this community. Uh, Pride Amsterdam has been around since 1996, which makes up about 27 years as of today. And in 2022, 84% of Dutch citizens said that they disagree with the statement that gay marriage should be abolished. 84% are supporting gay marriage compared to only 5% who agreed that it should be abolished and these statistics are according to Statista. A third aspect that I do enjoy about the Netherlands is that it is creation focused. It enjoys uh, creating something from scratch. For example, businesses. The Dutch are very entrepreneurial. So the number of newly registered businesses in the Netherlands grew further in 2022 um, compared to previous years. So according to the Chamber of Commerce or the kvk the number of companies went from almost 2.2 million at the beginning of 2022 to more than 2.3 million at the end of the year. That amounts to a growth of about 5.7%. Um, this number certainly also has to do with the pandemic and the post-pandemic times that motivate people even more to not be employed any longer but to be an entrepreneur instead or to be both to make sure that you have less risk and multiple sources of income no matter how hard the economic recession hits so being creation focused also means that the Dutch are Very artistic. What I have experienced here, compared to Germany, is that the Dutch tend to tend to have a lot of respect towards and admiration for artistic professions and for artists. So in German we have this expression "brotlose Kunst," breadless art. What it basically means is some sort of artistic creativity that doesn't generate you any added value or any source of income and in the Netherlands I do feel that they do respect artists and their craft more they respect and admire their creativity um, their courage to tell their story to express their emotions and thoughts uh, in such a vulnerable way because that courage is not easy to um to to have for everyone which i absolutely agree with and i love i myself am not a full-time artist i'm not earning money as an artist but i am a hobby artist so i do love uh, poetry and songwriting painting drawing photography Culinary arts. So cooking. I do love all of that and I do Identify a lot with artists that I meet and I admire them a lot. I find them so inspirational So it's great for me to see that a lot of Dutch people feel the same way so This is for example reflected in something called museum Kart or museum card this is an annual subscription and a membership card allowing members access to more than 200 Dutch museums and art galleries. And guess what? This subscription on an annual basis only costs about 80 euros or even less and even less for specific groups of people such as students and this shows how the Dutch government is committed to um, encouraging dutch citizens of all ages of all backgrounds to dedicate some of their free time to culture and to art and i love that the country where i am from germany um, especially cologne i don't know any uh, anything of a museum card locally that we have for that price as far as i know we pay for every single museum or art gallery visit individually which is of course not much either and the great thing is that we do support Um, these establishments financially as well when we pay individually maybe with that museum card um, these establishments do pay a fee and they earn less money when a visitor enters these establishments with that card compared to other visitors who enter these establishments by paying the normal fees maybe that's the case i don't know but imagine maybe people wouldn't have even gone to these establishments in the first place would it not be a part of their museum card at all if that makes sense well all i just wanted to say is um the netherlands by being this creation focused population um it makes it a very inspirational environment for creators of different kinds so whether you are uh, a a founder of a business or you are a painter or you are a, a, si- a singer-songwriter you know whatever type of creator you are this is a very inspirational place to be in and also a great place to meet like-minded people and kindred spirits you can exchange your ideas with when you're a creator it can be a lonely place because you are creating something from scratch that you came up with that you alone are the most responsible and accountable person for down the line you might hire people but they do not have the same level of association and responsibility as you do uh, when it comes to your business. So it's always, it always feels so relieving and so heartwarming when you can actually exchange ideas with other creators. Um, although they are doing something different from you, but they do understand the challenges, for example, loneliness. Uh, creating something on your own can be lonely sometimes because other than uh, a nine-to-five job where you are employed, you have your manager and your coworkers that you can actually exchange ideas with um, on the same topics or similar topics. But when you create something on your own and you don't have any team yet, then it can be very challenging. So, um, the big cities in the Netherlands. Uh, I do not know what it's like for the smaller cities or for the villages because I have not lived in Dutch villages yet. So far, I've only lived in uh, Amsterdam and then Harlem, which are rather central um, and where there are relatively high amount of people, I would say. Uh, But yeah, so far, it's been a very inspirational environment for me. And inspirational also from a fashion sense so I am not a fashion expert but I am I am feeling inspired by people where I can see that they use fashion as a tool to express themselves uh, to tell their story to express their current moods and I love when people are being courageous if they're wearing something that not is the, not, that is not necessarily trendy, but they just really feel. It is so much in alignment with their values in the moment. They just wear it. I enjoy that. And you have a lot of people in Amsterdam who are very fashionable. It is not about the superficial aspect for me, but rather about the artistic storytelling aspect that inspires me so much. So yeah, you have a lot of stylish and fashionable people in Amsterdam and some other big cities in the Netherlands as well, and maybe also lesser big cities. Uh, What I also do love about the Dutch people is that they are pragmatic, reason-led and result-oriented in terms of their attitude. Uh, This shows in their communication style, so this communication style is direct and straightforward. Um, Similar to us Germans, there is less need for small talk less fear of conflict compared to some other cultures which are quite the opposite. Um, This directness helps foster authenticity and transparency and as opposed to indirect communication styles which risks leading to miscommunication, misunderstandings and ultimately to conflicts between the parties involved conflicts which could have been prevented had there been more direct lines of communication so that's a great thing about the dutch communication style also uh when it comes to this pragmatic reason-led and result-oriented attitude that i just mentioned there is also a real realistic attitude Um, and that is that it also includes an acceptance of failures and losses and As an organic, natural and inevitable component of being human, of being alive and of progress. So they are not perfectionist, they're not expecting themselves to perform with excellence 24-7 but they just accept that being human and life in general Is just not that. This trial and error attitude is very human and healthy and ultimately does motivate people to perform their best because there is no pressure for perfectionism. Um, In addition to that as well they are rather resilient and persistent people so when they say no they don't easily give up but they do try again Um, and i really like this attitude it's uh, i am like this as a person as well and being surrounded by people like this makes me feel that i'm in company (laughs) uh, with people who are like-minded but it's also more constructive and more fun to be surrounded with people like that as opposed to being surrounded by naysayers who are and this is an experience to be honest i have gathered in germany growing up there where people would just criticize who you are and what you do Again, this is not all Germans, okay, but I met a lot of Germans whilst growing up there and growing up, that's many, many years spent there, I promise, where people would just like criticize who you are, what you do and how you do it without offering any constructive feedback. They'd be like, you know, I wouldn't do it that way. That doesn't look good. This and that can be the negative outcome of that. And down the line in the future, there is this risk that it could be even worse. Painting worst case scenarios without giving any constructive feedback or any offer to help is just the worst attitude you could have. And it's such a naysayer, loser attitude. Again, I'm not saying that Germans are naysayers and losers, all of you. But I just encountered that a lot. And here in the Netherlands, it's so refreshing having people around you who are who who actually so i'm tying this together with um the previous aspect that i mentioned that they're creation focused. So if you're a creator yourself, if you created your own business, if you're an artist, you're a freelancer or whatever, you know the challenges that you were facing yourself and so you know others are facing them too. So you are more empathetic when it comes to that and more supportive of others who are creating their own stuff from scratch and more curious about that so yeah so i really enjoy this resilient and persistent attitude and it's um it's just really comforting to know especially if you are creating your own ventures down to earthness the dutch people are incredibly down to earth um Although they are also self-confident, sometimes even entitled, have a sense of entitlement before they actually achieved what they plan to achieve, they would already have this level of confidence and be like, oh yeah, I managed this, oh yeah, I succeeded in that, although it's not true or not true yet but they also have this side that is very down to earth they appreciate simple things for example food they would appreciate some um bottle like which is like uh like aperitivo foods aperitivo dishes, the little ones that you would get from the supermarket and although it's not necessarily high quality They will be incredibly grateful for that already Uh, They do not need a Michelin restaurant visit to be happy. They're happy with the little things Uh, Also, what shows their down-to-earthness is how they tolerate uh, diverse types of people so they're at ease interacting with each other despite differences superficial differences between each other. So for instance, income level, societal status, lifestyle, physical appearance, gender identity, sexual orientation, religion, opinions, values and attitude. So although Dutch people might differ from each other or from some other nations in terms of this, the Dutch would still interact with them. Uh, They would they of course they would see these differences because it's just obvious and human to see these differences but they wouldn't be they would be detached from it they would not be overly attached to it that they would not interact with these other people anymore that are different from them um to me personally down-to-earthness is essential considering that i was raised under rather financially poor circumstances moreover i was largely surrounded by down-to-earth individuals growing up myself which makes me having a special place in my heart for down-to-earthness in general so yeah and also it makes me feel safe uh, to be surrounded by down-to-earth people because should i mess something up then i know that they would not point fingers at me <laughs> but they would think it's normal because they would also see themselves failing sometimes and they would find that okay and maybe even you know laugh about it together with you and it makes the situation more lighthearted. so i do appreciate that uh There are a lot more things, you guys, that I love about expat life in the Netherlands. But let me round it off with one thing. And that is gezelligheid. Gezelligheid or being gezellig is one of the most popular dutch words i'm sure that if you have lived in the netherlands as well or have uh, traveled here you have already heard this word so there aren't any direct translations into other languages also not into english although there are some translations that come close they do not a hundred percent um show what it means in dutch so i'm trying to um, paraphrase what chazelichayt actually means so there are multiple meanings first of it the convivial and sociable ambience amongst a group of individuals such as dinner with family and friends or after work drinks with co-workers or the inviting and cozy appearance of certain locations such as cafes and restaurants or date places <laughs> and uh, a cheerful and charming individual who you have pleasant conversations with so these different things can all give you a feeling of or make you feel that a place or a person is and uh, this word absolutely describes the mostly positive upbeat humorous dutchy that i will always carry in my heart no matter how long i will still be staying in the netherlands no matter what happens in the future so yeah these are the things that i love about the netherlands but as i previously said i'm like the dutch i am (laughs) very direct and straightforward too so transparency is so essential for me, especially when I'm sharing my personal story with you guys, especially those who are envisaging moving to the Netherlands. I want you to have like really a 360 degree view of what this country actually is like as an expat, not only the positives. So let's look at what I dislike about expat life in the Netherlands. So again, I have shared this at the beginning already, but I shall share it again. What I'm about to share isn't intended to generalize all Dutch people, but it is based on my experience I collected with multiple Dutch people at different occasions. Yes, I attempted to shift my mindset into a positive one regarding these aspects to those specifically spiritual ones around you who were gonna tell me but it's all about your mindset girl (laughs) however it is important to be transparent about what you do not agree with and what you do not support to uh, be constructive and maybe make it better in the future right so idealizing any experience would be a lie and would neither serve me nor anyone else who intends to travel or to move to the netherlands um so let's start with the first thing that i just like as an expat here in the netherlands so that is a value for money and high living expenses so what i mean with that is that i receive relatively little value for money for the high amount of money that i'm spending so certainly it depends on which country you compare the netherlands with i personally compare compared with with Germany where I grew up. Uh, I specifically compare it to the Randstad area so again this is a conurbation, uh, the area that encompasses the Netherlands biggest cities including Amsterdam, Rotterdam, Den Haag and Utrecht and I'm comparing this again with Germany in terms of rent, grocery and public transport. The Netherlands is just expensive you guys. And I feel that you definitely get less value offered for the same amount of money Um, so for example if you have lunch in Amsterdam it can already cost you like 20 euros 25 euros a small snack and a drink and often the quality is poor the customer service is non-existent or poor and if you spend that amount of money in my home city cologne which is already a big popular city as well it is not the capital berlin but it is the fourth largest city that's also fairly popular you know 25 euros you would already get like a you could already get like a three course meal for that one that is delicious where the customer service is nice so yeah i'm not a fan of that <laughs> second thing i dislike like about the netherlands is the climate so a lot of you might be saying hey you're german what are you complaining about the weather or the climate in your country is also bad well what i have experience is if i compare both yeah they are both cold countries but i feel in germany especially in cologne where i'm from the weather is rather consistent so when it rains it rains consistently for a week if the sun is shining the sun will be shining for the rest of the week but in the netherlands i have experienced that the weather changes multiple times throughout the day so you can be having a lot of rain in the morning a lot of sun in the in the afternoon and then a lot of rain and storms again at the end of the day Um, so there's a lot of inconsistent extremes throughout the entire year and sometimes even throughout specific days and that leads to public transport being cancelled, being postponed to times that they cannot even indicate because they're unsure when the technical issues will be solved because of the weather. Um and that can cost you a lot of money because then maybe you might need to take an Uber or a taxi or uh, you will have to, if you're someone who actually doesn't have a remote work contract or hybrid work contract, you will have to ask your manager if you can work from home multiple times in autumn and in winter and yeah, if, if you are not having that good relationship with your manager in the first place that can be a very uncomfortable position to be in so it's a completely uncontrollable factor that is just especially when you are as weather sensitive as I am um, can be quite unhealthy you know it generates a lot of 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 migraines in me so I do not like the climate and last but not least rudeness okay so this is again based on my personal experience with a lot of dutch in different circumstances not all dutch okay i feel that this rudeness is the downside of some of their strengths so the downside of prioritizing their own individual wants and needs over the collective ones so they look more at themselves over the group Um, rudeness is also the downside of focusing on pragmatism and results Um, because to you being pragmatic and result-oriented is so important that you would be blind for social relationships and empathy. Um, Yeah so practical examples what I mean with that is for example poor customer service in a lot of establishments, especially in Amsterdam, I'd enter a cafe or a restaurant and the staff would see me. They would look at me. They would not even smile and welcome me. And a lot of expat friends have experienced the same. You know, it's not about, you know, rolling out the red carpet for you as a customer, but just a basic hello and welcome, you know? You are working for that cafe. You are not just a random other guest that I'm seeing. You are actually working there. You are actually being paid to work there. Um, I am not being paid to work there. You are being paid to work there. And I know that the salary might be low and maybe the working conditions are bad, but it doesn't make you entitled to treat me poorly as a customer either. That's your job. You know i also have clients and let's imagine i was working under bad working conditions which is not the case but if i was or maybe it is no (laughs) no i'm not um i was working under poor working conditions like the customers are still paying the fee to use our software they still are even though under a working poor conditions and because they're paying that fee they still deserve to receive the products and the services that they're paying for my working conditions uh is not a justification for them not getting the service that they paid for you know the same thing applies to this also um physical space so the dutch don't offer strangers, people they do not know, any physical space at all when biking pass by them and the Netherlands is a geographically small country with a lot of people in them and a lot of bikes and I feel like I am so paranoid like when I'm walking down the street on a weekend or after work I am so paranoid I like every meter that I'm walking I'd be like. Turning in a 360 degree <laughs> move to ensure that there is no bike behind me because they do not ring, so they do not make you pay attention to the fact that they are there. And they would, you know, rush past by you like two centimeters, five centimeters behind you, next to you, and really quick, you would not even notice. And I think that's rude and this physical space also is not given to you when you're walking next to them and i feel that even even in situations where the streets would be although they are small would be empty they would really do that and i'm thinking why Uh, also when walking next to someone it is just really a, a sign of respect to give that person some physical space especially if you're not in a relationship with them and they're almost like breathing into your the back of your neck it's so uncomfortable it honestly gives me anxiety so um of course, if you are in a relationship or your are friends or you know each other, your family, absolutely be physically close to me. But if there's so much space in this little street and you are deciding to bike past by me five centimeters away from me, almost hitting me with your bike or walking past by me, almost like, you know, stepping on my feet and there's so much space around us, I don't freaking get why you would do that um yeah it's really uncomfortable and this is something that in germany is very important to us you know that physical space uh offering someone the physical space and the choice how close they want to be with you physically because if you are like directly breathing into the back of their necks as if they were hugging you from behind almost and you do not even know them then it is it's really uncomfortable and it is rude and what i believe is also a contradiction is that the dutch are rather cold and distant people so they are gezellig they are positive they are cheerful as i said they are creation focused and like creating businesses and they're artistic but they are cold and distant people all of that does not make them warm and affectionate so um when it comes to giving hugs or making someone compliments they they do not do that often and if they do that to someone they take their time to get to know them uh to feel comfortable to do that so to me it is a contradiction being emotionally and physically rather cold and distant but then when it comes to actually hitting almost hitting someone with your bike or almost stepping on someone's foot centimeters away from you or even doing it without even saying sorry so that is a contradiction to me whereas let's say in more southern countries where people are emotionally and physically warm they hug you they they are warm with their words that is more understandable to me but this contradiction is not understandable for me so yeah and when i confront these dutch people with not giving me this physical space or generally that their behavior was rude instead of questioning themselves and maybe learning how to be more self-aware Also, maybe it's okay in their culture to do that with each other. Maybe it is just their culture. And please feel free to do that with each other, amongst each other, if you feel comfortable with it. But you know I'm not from your culture. I am doing 100% my best in the last six years to adapt to your culture. But I am not from your culture. So what if we meet in the middle and you try to... You know do active listening on the feedback that i just shared but instead of doing that they would just provide the excuse that you know and us in the netherlands we are direct we're straightforward we're honest people but you know what to clarify you can be direct straightforward and honest but you don't have to be rude you know like you don't have to hit me with your bike you don't have to step on my foot you you can still be all of these things not doing that and this lack of self-awareness when it comes to this rudeness is just out of this world for me again uh there are a lot of dutch people who i've met who that are also polite and respectful but i would say i have not met a lot of them you know um so, that is my honest opinion. What I dislike about the Dutch, um, as you can see, um, I love it, and there are some things I dislike. But, all in all, in a nutshell, to conclude, I love the Netherlands and the Dutch culture. Let's say 75% of it, the 25% is the latter part I mentioned, but sometimes when you round up or end up a conversation or a podcast episode with the negatives then maybe it looks like as if the negative overweighs and as if the negative is bigger but is most certainly not. My experience here as an expat is largely positive but it was important for me to point out the negative as well to be honest. So as I mentioned at the very beginning, why would I recommend people traveling or moving to the netherlands it depends (laughs) well it depends on what you what what wants and needs you personally have what type of person you are what's important to you again as previously mentioned the things that i like are a lot based on who i am as well as a person so um, i would recommend to definitely travel first to the netherlands to live here for quite some time uh for a few weeks or a few days and to yes do the touristic stuff but also some stuff outside of the randstad uh that are more local you know start conversations with local people with expats that have been living here for a long time and see how you feel about it and yeah all in all it's a fantastic country to live in If you are someone who values direct and straightforward communication, if you value a pragmatic, a result-oriented handling of things, if you are someone who is much of a creator, so you like um, entrepreneurship, creating arts, if you love all of that, you will love it here. However, If you are someone who is more on the emotional side who is uh who is looking for a sense of community who enjoys people prioritizing collectivism versus individualism so who pay attention a lot to the community uh, community's needs as opposed to your individual needs if you value people investing time and and warmth and affection and empathy into building their relationships then you might be you might be lacking that here but then again there are a lot of expat communities here maybe from your countries as well if that's what you feel more comfortable with or maybe you can also meet people from other countries that are based in your Netherlands uh, but yeah the, the latter what I just mentioned is definitely not the Dutch culture's forte I would say but yeah, uh, you will find some individual single use cases of Dutch people who are in fact like that, but most of them I would say, yeah, are more on the pragmatic, direct, straightforward side and there is less of this warmth as you would find it in 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 Latin America or in Southern Europe or something. So, um And that's that. I hope you enjoyed my story, my personal story on my expat life here in the Netherlands. Um, If you have any questions because you're planning on traveling here or moving here as an expat, then I'm inviting you to message me via the contact form in the episode description. And uh, if you are an expat in the Netherlands yourself... And there's some aspects that you would love to add to what I have shared. Um, then I would also be super thrilled to hear about that. Until then, I'm wishing you a fantastic day. And uh, een heel dag. <laughs> a beautiful day ahead. Mwah.